570. In L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. And we continue on. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Sometime before we get off the air, uh, John Wilner, curator of the Pac-12 Hotline blog, is going to jump on and uh, going to talk about the alliance between the Pac-12, the Big Ten, and the ACC. And now reports that the Pac-12 could be expanding. But we'll get to that as soon as we can. Now, and what a day this is. This may go down. I mean, we should all remember this date and write it down. Because it is the day that as we look forward to our spirituality, we welcome on Vic the Brick with the Daily Haiku at 2 back on the Comrades. What? That means he's no longer banned from other shows on this station. <laughs> Vic, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Fred. Whole new ball game now, Vic. This, just to specify, this is not a Comrex I'm on now. This is a, another audio option created by our amazing engineering staff, led by Matt, a prince who came to the Zendo today and installed this new tablet. But it is not a Comrex. Just want to make that perfectly clear. What is it? It is a a VTB SIP tablet. You don't know what it is. It's a tablet. It's a tablet. Correct. It is not a Comrex. But it is working with the Wi-Fi. Correct. And it 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 is very similar to what Rodney uses. Oh, but Rodney uses a tablet that is a Comrex. Then it's different than Rodney's. Because <laughs> Rodney, good afternoon. Good afternoon, BTB. Wow, BTB, you sound 20 years younger. Is that right? Yes. Well, also yes, because it, you're yelling. Well, this is a tablet. Yeah. I'm yeah. very excited about it. Yes. Do you have now? You have a machine with the tablet, Vic. Do you, do you have a like a board? Yes. Yes, that's that's what I have. I believe it's very similar, Rodney. But yeah, you just said you thought so. it was different too. I believe there's a, a there is a, a nuance of that is a, a different a nuance of, of difference, not much. Oh, okay. Yes. Maybe because it's labeled VTB SIP tablet. They actually put a sticker on it? Well, Matt is a stickler for stickler, the stickers. Yes. And how do you operate it? Do you just hit one button and it's on? A couple of buttons and you're good to go. You practice the buttons? Absolutely. So you know the buttons? We had a great session today. So you know how to turn it off? You know how to turn it on? And I thank the audio gods for making this happen today. 
Yes. And uh, we're very, I feel very blessed. We all do, Vic. Very blessed. We all do. And speaking of blessings, Kevin Figgis. Oh, come on now, Vic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. On the ones and the twos and the threes and the fours, the audio magic. Provided by Ronnie Fascio. Audio clarity with VTB now. Yikes. Well, before we get to the haiku. Yes. We celebrate Kobe Day, 824. Yes, 824. 824. Uh, everyone, I think we take a step back. Take seven deep breaths and just... You know, channel your inner Mamba, because he would he would have wanted it that way. Again, the newest Kobe mural. If you get a chance to see it, it's unbelievable on Olympic, right off the 10 freeway. Uh, it's the newest Kobe mural, and there's so many beautiful murals of Kobe and the Ciudad, but this is the newest and freshest one. And we we love you, Kobe. 24-7. To me, every day is Kobe Day. Let's just kick back and listen to the music and hear. Just feel Kobe. Yes. Feel that energy. Oh, yeah. And the musical world lost one of the greatest musicians today of our time and space. Yes. If, if you're a Rolling Stones fans, uh, it is a very tough day to lose Charlie Watts, the great drummer, yes. uh, the pulse, the pulse of the greatest rock and roll band on the planet, the Rolling Stones. Ronnie hit me. Charlie Watts, listen to that drum. It moves satisfaction. It moves it. It made it. In fact, any Stone song is Charlie Watts. Everyone says, and I'll quote Keith Richards, everyone thinks the Rolling Stones are Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, and Keith said no. The band is Charlie Watts. So Charlie passed at 80 today of an undisclosed illness. And we're going to miss Charlie Watts immeasurably. Oh, what a classy dude. What a, an amazing drummer. Indeed, Vic. His, his Vic? roots were in jazz. Yes, and... And he became one of the greatest rock drummers of all time. Yes. yes. Indeed, a great loss. And uh, what we're going to do is Charlie Watts we yeah, love you yeah we do absolutely uh, we're going to take a moment now and pause on the haiku so don't go anywhere don't no. go anywhere uh, we want to bring on John Wilner though curator of the Pac-12 hotline blog covers a Pac-12 for the San Jose Mercury News and John how are you today I'm good thanks how are you guys? good all right let's talk about this Pac-12 Big Ten ACC alignment it's a it basically it's when the contracts are up we want our cut of the money right 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it is, is just kind of high-minded talk right now. And right? I think eventually they may be able to arrange some, some, you know, some non-conference games, USC against Clemson, stuff like that. Uh, but right now it's a high-minded talk, and it's probably a little bit about the playoff and, and having those conferences all vote the same way on the college football playoff expansion. So it's it's still a little premature is what you're saying, but in, in terms of just the alignment, um, uh, I, I see where – was it unanimous with all athletic directors, presidents, and chancellors all voted for this or are support of this? Yeah, they're all in support. That's 41 schools across the three conferences, right, because Notre Dame does not, does not count, right? They, even though they're in the ACC for basketball, they're not in for football, so they don't, they don't count in this. Uh, you know, and, and we'll see what, what comes of it. They're going to start working on it. Um, and it's clearly a reaction to Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC and there being a lot of instability and what might happen next. And, and I think some of, some of their goal is to just provide, you know, a, a certain level of, of stability, but, but they clearly are in alignment on how they want to vote on the college football playoff expansion situation. Right, and that means money. It's so basically, like I said, we want ours. And uh, you think you're going to go down there and take it all? No. We want ours, and we're going to get ours. But that being said, I, I saw this uh, a little bit earlier, John. The Pac-12 is still talking about expansion. Is that true? Well, they have certainly looked into it. I don't know how serious they are, and I certainly do not expect that they are going to announce they're expanding You know, and adding any of the teams from the Big 12 or other teams in Texas, right? A lot of those, those schools don't make much sense. Uh, they're supposed to have an answer, I think, by the end of the week on that. But, you know, it's hard to imagine that they would form this alliance with the Big Ten and the ACC that's built on uh, providing some stability to college sports and then turn around and start poaching teams from the Big 12. Yeah, but is there going to be a Big 12? I mean, what happens to the Big 12 and teams like Baylor and Oklahoma State, uh, Kansas, those teams that are that are sitting there going, uh, what, uh, can we survive? Well, if, if nobody wants them, the Big 12 will survive, right? It's kind of that deal. Everybody's going to, you know, look out for their own self-interest first. But if there's no place to go, then the Big 12 will, will survive and probably add some schools. I mean, you know, Houston makes some sense. Central Florida makes sense, Ten, um, Cincinnati maybe. So there are some options for the, for the Big 12. It would be a, a weakened conference. But if, if the, those other eight schools don't have any place to go right now, they're going to have to stick together. Yeah, but if that was the case, the Big 12 becomes the tiny 12. Kind of tiny. There's not a whole lot of difference between the Big 12 and the Mountain West and right. the American. Right. If the Power 5 becomes a Power 4, that's good for the Pac-12. Yeah. Uh, and overall, when you look at the Pac-12, and they have a new commissioner in, uh, and he said he wants to really expand things in men's football and basketball because that's where you make your money. Uh, how is he going to do that, John? <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, especially with football, right, the school, the schools who do the recruiting and do the coaching and play the games. But I, there are things that can be done at the conference level that, that would help you know, win more, right? And and things that are going to generate more money to have the give to the school so that they can hire better coaches and build facilities. So conference policy does affect the winning and losing. Uh, you know, not not as much as what the coaches decide, but it, there is some impact. And he wants to try to set some scheduling stuff up and some TV stuff up 
to to help bring in more money and help you know uh, help teams get to the playoff. That's their that's their goal now is to get as many teams to the playoff as possible. Now you, you mentioned TV stuff. As this alliance kind of takes shape over the next few years, are the TV deals with each one of these conferences kind of in alignment in terms of their their contract expiring? Uh, so the Big Tens expires first, then the Pac-12s. You know, but the interesting thing is they they can form this alliance and say they want to play, you know, these games. But teams are under contract already, right? I mean. The Pac-12 has more than 100 games under contract against the other major conferences in the next decade. So if they're going to honor those contracts, there's not a whole lot of room on the schedule for USC to all of a sudden you know, play a two-game series against Clemson or UCLA to play some series against Ohio State. There's just not that many openings in a 12-game schedule. Yeah, but you'd probably see that more in basketball, wouldn't you? you I think you'd see a bunch of non-conference games like you know, late November, early December, you'd see some more of that. But we also already get that, right? I mean, UCLA's playing North Carolina, and they play Kentucky. and It's not really that different than what it is, but it is kind of presented differently and packaged differently when they go to the TV networks to try to get a paycheck. All right. Well, John, we know you're busy. Thanks for jumping on. We wanted to talk to you. John Wilner, curator of the Pac-12 Hotline blog, covers the Pac-12 for the San Jose Mercury News. Thank you for the insight and the information. Thanks a lot for having me. Okay, there he goes, John Wilner. Now, after that, we certainly need some spirituality, don't we, Rodney? Oh, 100%. 100%, because I think you're dirty, Fred. What did I do that was dirty? You need some cleansing. All right, well, you might be right about that. So let's re-welcome Vic the Brick with the continuation of the Daily Haiku at 2. And Vic, welcome back. I think we already had the pause. It's fine. You can just go. <laughs> Fred, Fred, stop it. Stop Come it now. This Fred. is leading into the haiku. You can't jump in and talk about the pause. Don't go back to the old ways. That's why I said it. I knew it was coming. That's why I said you needed to cleanse it because you was dirty today. You're acting dirty right now, Fred. Thank Let you, it Rodney. marinate. Thank well, you, Rodney. It's already. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. My mistake. One day, Rodney, he'll get it. One day. One day. Fred's that guy that walks into a Buddhist temple like, why is it so quiet in here? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. What are y'all doing? Why are you sitting on the floor? Why are your eyes closed? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, I went to a Buddhist temple and I wondered that. Sure. Well, that's what Buddha would want you to do. He'd want you to wander. Mission but accomplished. You, but he'd want you to have fun. I don't know how much fun I had. I wondered why nobody was talking. Remember, if you ever pass the Buddha on the street, yes, you play with the Buddha. Have fun with the Buddha, because that's what the Buddha would want. Vic, when am I going to see a Buddha on the street? You'll know. So if I see someone that looks like a Buddha, I should go up and start rubbing them and having fun and playing with them? Well, just say hi. Hi, Buddha. Hi, Buddha. What's going on? I don't know if that would be a compliment to many people if you walked up and said, you know what, you remind me of Buddha. (laughs) Not only that, Fred might get a karate chop right to the neck. Hi, Buddha. Hi, Buddha. (laughs) 
wham. Let me get a Buddha like five five minutes later. <laughs> Can I get a Caesar salad? And um, uh, where am I? Somebody to knock Fred out for calling him a Buddha. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking that advice. <laughs> Vic, for this haiku, we're going to Shiki. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. On this Tuesday, August the 24th, swat those flies softly, please. I want to sleep. I'm feeling you. Shiki. So is the point of today's haiku, Shiki does want to sleep, but and he wants the flies swatted, but he wants them swatted softly or gently because he loves the flies or because it would make too much noise, which would awaken him. I think it's the noise level, Fred. Yes. But he, w- he wants the fly to be treated with respect. You so hear that, swat, Fred? Swat the fly, but softly, please. So Because I want to I sleep. Don't demolish the fly. Just kind of nudge it away. Right. Nudge it away. Exactly right. Look Get at you, that. Fred. Come on. It's like grasshoppers. You ever try to sleep and there's a grasshopper and they start making that noise in your house? You thinking grasshopper or cricket? You mean crickets, Cricket, Fred? I mean. Cricket. Yeah. Crickets, yeah. yeah. Cricket. Crickets. It's an yeah, awfully big uh, cricket there, Fred. Right. <laughs> and that was my problem. It was the size of a grasshopper. No, when crickets make the noise, oh, yeah. what should we do? We can't do it. Swat them softly or let them have it? Oh, I would swat them very softly and try to uh, exit them from your uh, from your house somehow. You know, just kind of... Uh, Redirect crickets, crickets are good for the universe, Fred. Absolutely. Just redirect them. They're good luck. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I feel like we talked about this before. Yeah, but bad for your sleep. See, Fred, it's an animal. Fred doesn't like it. Right. Well, that's true. <laughs> no, animals don't like me. Oh, yeah. I got it the wrong way around. Yeah. yeah. All right. When we come back, we'll get you caught up on what's happened today. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570, LA Sports. Oh, yeah. Don't swat the flies. Yeah, I heard that. A nice little nudge. Rodney beat Fred Rogan on a Tuesday. Watch out for them crickets, too, Fred. Yep. A couple of tweets. Bill Kittle, our buddy. Breaking news. Padres have announced a massive move to secure wild card over the Dodgers. The Padres have just released Steve, the Bratwurst vendor, from all team responsibilities, effective now. <laughs> he is funny. Nice. Nature Boy listens all the time. You know, we were telling stories about local news earlier. He goes, do you have any dirt on Robert Kavasic that you can play? Besides that one time he fell chasing the Hilton girl? I don't remember that. I don't either. I don't remember Robert Kavasic. Falling, chasing the Hilton girl. But now let's get you caught up. It's lit. Stories lighting up the sports headlines. Welcome everybody, Jacob and Ronnie. If you need an attorney, he is the very best in town. He's our attorney. We use him. We call him. He picks up the phone. He'll do the same for you, Jacob and Ronnie. Accident or injury. Call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Well, you know, Fred, if that uh, footage exists of Kovacic chasing down, I'm guessing one of the Hilton sisters. Yep. Maybe you can get it and sell it as a non-fungible token. 
That seems there you to be, go, Fred. Seems to be all the rage nowadays. Fred doesn't know what a non-fungible token is. Yeah. I kind of do, but I want you to explain it. Well, you don't have an hour. Yeah, I mean, it try in a, on a most basic level. It's like a digital collectible. Think of like trading cards. I know a lot of like Major League Baseball ended their partnership with Tops. Uh, so it's basically, and uh, you get a certificate of authenticity for owning this digital item. It could be a photo, it could be a video, it could be a highlight, and you actually own that authenticity to say there might be other copies of this video. I have the one. I, I have, have the original. I have the original. I have the authentic one. And, and it lives digitally, and it's it's banked yeah. in a secure platform that can never be taken away from you. Absolutely, you can only you can sell it, you can sell it on your own, but it cannot be taken from you. And yeah. you can own a little piece of uh, some history with some uh, some legends, some, some local legends, Vin Scully and Kobe Bryant. So I'll talk to Co about Kobe Bryant first. So Cryptograph, they just released a series of eight photographs of Kobe Bryant as non-fungible tokens. Now he took these photos in his early 20s for a magazine shoot for a book that was never released. So they actually found these photos uh, with the person who shot the photos. They had the, the person who took the photos and he never released a book and now he released them to be bought on Cryptograph and you can actually purchase these never before seen photos of Kobe Bryant. You can see them now at the Cryptograph website and you can actually place bids on them. All of these items will be available for the next couple of days as a matter of fact. So you can have a piece of Kobe Bryant there and then when it comes to Vince Scully, his business, business manager just released a couple of non-fungible tokens where Vince Scully's narrating a couple of key moments in Dodger history, and you can own these non-fungible tokens. Uh, so one I uh, was talking about, and I'm probably going to butcher his name, Sandy Amoros, a running catch he made in Game 7 of the 1955 World Amoros. Series. Amoros. Thank you, Fred. So this is Vince Scully retelling what the situation was like, what the atmosphere was like during that game. But then, of course, the iconic Kirk Gibson home run in 1990 or 1988. There's also a third one that's going to be released at auction featuring Vin narrating his personal story of getting into radio. It also comes with an autographed baseball merchandise and two VIP Dodger tickets with Dennis Gilbert. So non-fungible tokens are all the rage nowadays there, Fred. If you can own a piece yeah. of Vin Scully narrating what happened and you have the original, it's pretty cool. All right, so the way this works is with the pictures or the audio. Yeah. You've got the only copy of the audio, correct? The only authentic copy authentic of the audio. Authentic copy. Yeah. There's other copies like anything, a picture, like the cards or the photographs of Kobe. They could float everywhere else, but you, yours have been um, authenticated, right? Yes. yes. And so so you you are the holder of that. But the only way you're going to show somebody you It's like have, somebody doing a lithograph, you know, of, of different things. Right. But the, um, and copies and all that kind of stuff. But the only way you show somebody you have it is to pull it up on your phone or your tablet or your computer. Here, I have this picture of Kobe. Well, the way it's going, too, is, you know, modern houses and buildings and stuff like that, you, you can display them on your walls digitally and, and as opposed to having a framed picture on your wall, too. Okay. Yep. I get it. What are they going for, Kevin? Well, right now for the cryptograph, it looks like, and I think Ethereum is the name of. I'm, I'm not yeah. super up on the, uh, these uh, cr uh, yeah. cryptocurrencies. Ethereum is the standard. They're they're yeah. the ones that are really housing all of this. Yeah. So one ether is about two hundred and twenty-two dollars. So many of these are listed at two Ethereum, three Ethereum. So you're talking upwards of you know four hundred, six hundred dollars for a couple of these photos that are listed on the cryptograph website. Some of these things will go are going for millions of dollars that, that you them. look at and go, what the hell is this? Yeah, yeah. You know what 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 the hell is this? And and, and they're going for millions. 
And these are open bids, by the way. So those are those are just the current bids. There's one photo that's two Ethereum. But this the auction ends in a couple of days. So obviously the bids can go up and it can keep coming in for the next two days. And apparently all the profits is my understanding are going to the Mamba Mamba Sita Foundation. That is correct, Vic. Yes, they are. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so they're not personally profiting off of any of this. Exactly. Some good news if you're a football historian, and I know this is something that Al Davis talked about for a long period of time. Anybody that was a part of the Raider family expressed their love for Cliff Branch. Um, and he was just announced earlier today, along with Dick Vermeil, who was a great coach with the Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles for a long time. They were announced as the senior finalist and coaching finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2022. And this is essentially just been like basically a way to usher in older players or older coaches who have not been who are not selected uh originally for the pro football hall of fame and now are likely going to make it cliff branch one of the great deep threats back in the 70s and 80s won three titles with the raiders and dick vermeil won a championship with the st louis rams and obviously took the eagles to the super bowl some years ago so those guys are getting a lot of love for likely finally getting inducted into the hall of fame it's been a long time coming and unfortunate for cliff branch who just passed away recently was yeah. not able to get inducted while he was alive. Both are deserving, Rodney, no? I think so. Yeah, I think so. At a time in the NFL, Cliff Branch was was that, you know, top three or four deep threats for the Raiders, big plays for the Raiders, difference maker for the Raiders, uh, and that Al Davis philosophy of throwing the ball down the field, deep threat, he was the guy. And certainly Dick Vermeil, um, certainly I think should have, should have been it. I think what solidified him, once he went to the Rams and won the Super Bowl, he was always a great coach, even you know in Philadelphia, even going back to UCLA, but in the NFL, Philadelphia take them to the Super Bowl and then winning one with the Rams, I think was uh, something for him. Uh, I think that uh, he should, he definitely is deserving. Long overdue, long overdue. The the yellow Century Twenty One jackets should have been rocking those guys a long time ago. So finally, there will be justice for Cliff Branch who made Al Davis Cavell all the time when the ball went deep and there was Cliff Branch, you know, changing changing the way of the game and, you know, Vermeil's coaching techniques. You know, he was hard, but he was fair. And he, you know, he, he was the first, as I remember, really to sleep in the office overnight. Yeah, he you did. You know, with the tapes, right? He was the first yeah. to go 24-7 in his office. Yeah. The beautiful Vermeil. And late last week, we talked about Josh Rosen and whether or not it was the end of the road for his NFL career. Not quite. So AJ McCarron got injured for the season. He was the backup quarterback in Atlanta. And a report earlier today that Josh Rosen has signed a contract with the Atlanta Falcons. So he's trying to keep his career afloat down in the dirty south there, Fred. Yeah, and what? you just got to believe he's running out of chances. I mean, AJ McCarron got hurt, so it opened up an opportunity. Now to be curious, Rodney, to see if he sticks, if he can... I don't know, either perform well or not screw it up. I don't know which one it is. Yeah, you know, it, it, it could because, you know, certain times your reputation follows you and, and hopefully this is an opportunity. You know, certainly have been he's been humble since he's gotten to the NFL and, and, and hopefully he's taken some of those lessons and, 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 and turned it into something where he can rebuild his career because he certainly has the physical tools to be a, a, a top quarterback. But mentally, I think, was always the question. And if he gets an opportunity to play, you know, with, you know, with Matt Ryan down there, uh, you know, he's going to be the starter. But you never know. 
and this could be his opportunity you know for him the thing for him is that he has always got to be ready and playing backup quarterback is a tough job in the NFL because you don't get any stop snaps and reps and all those things but you could be thrust into a big game in the moment's notice and you got to be ready to play and from the accounts obviously of him you know mentally Kenny was he all all the way in he's gonna have to be all the way in if he's in Atlanta being the backup there or this will be his last go round. He has the tools to have a long NFL career, though, as a backup quarterback. No, I mean, what separates him from uh, McCarron? Ready to play. Yeah. Is he ready I mean, to play? Tools, I mean, tools, tools, tools. Everybody. A lot of people can throw the ball. A lot of people right? got physical talent. You know, but if if once you're called upon, you go in the game. You you got to be ready to play and ready to perform and know what you're doing. And um, if he can do that, then, yeah, he can last a long time. You are rooting for Rosen, but it has been a journey into the quarterback abyss thus far in his yeah. career. It's sad yeah. because it's so much potential going in, yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, you know, it's one Rob, thing when you, you, it's one thing you, when you come out. Yeah, it's one thing when you come out and people got something about you. But it's another thing when you're in the league and people talk, then everybody can't be wrong. Right. Once you've been in a few training camps, everybody can't be wrong. Much like Tim Tebow, you know, as he went through camps and different teams, everybody's like everybody pretty much said the same thing about him. Everybody can't be wrong. I mean, is this, is this the bar yeah, the for bar. Josh Rosen to be as as successful as let's say Matt Castle? I mean, is that going to be his his legacy in the NFL? Well, Matt Castle made a Pro Bowl and had some good years. Yeah. At least I Josh know. Rosen would kill to have that. <laughs> Could, could that happen to Josh Rosen? We'll have to see. Sure. Anything. Yeah, I mean, Castle, look, yeah. it, you, don't, you don't wish injuries on anybody, but they, they happen in the NFL. And if he gets an opportunity to play because of an injury or something happens to Matt Ryan, then if he makes the most of his opportunity, then, yeah, he gets a second chance at, at quarterbacking in this league. But he's got to, like I said, be ready to play and make the most out of it. And that's what's lighting up the headlines. Kevin's been great. We'll be back to wrap it up right after this. Rodney. Rodney Pete, an athlete. Rodney Pete, a father. Rodney Pete, an LA icon. Rodney Pete, and this guy. Red Rogan. <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. Ronnie, Kevin, great job today. Really Fantastic. appreciate it. Tomorrow we're supposed to have Dodger reliever Alex Vessia on the show, Rodney. Love it. Love it. That love guy. his story. Yeah, and you know what? I love his enthusiasm. I'm pumped yeah. up again. Okay, um, we'll get him tomorrow.